All right, we have one announcement. Uh, next week, we will be having a special guest on the podcast. I'm very excited. We're going to be having Dr. Alexander Mikabarisi. Uh, Dr. Alex is a professor of history. He is a historian. Yeah, he's written several books about the Napoleonic era. Uh, one of the books that I just had the privilege of reading is called The Napoleonic Wars, A Global History. It's one of the uh, best history books I've read, and I've read a lot of history books. And we're going to talk to uh, Dr. Alex about uh, the book next week. We're also going to talk about, if we have time, we're going to talk about Julius Caesar, because I can't help but bring up Caesar in Roman history, only if we have time. Um, Okay, so let's get to the episode of today. Uh, Recently, uh, a U.S. agency, um, after years of denial, has just released a statement in which they said that the coronavirus likely emerged from the Wuhan lab. There was a lab leak. Um, Let's talk about it. All right, this is episode 28. I hope you guys enjoy it. Wuhan lab leak. to a society when the majority of people that live in that society no longer have trust and faith in the systems or in the institutions that govern that society. Basically, what happens to a society when most of the people that live in the society feel like they're getting screwed over, when they feel like they can't get ahead, when they feel like the system that is in place is not designed to allow them to thrive and to prosper. Now, this is something that um, underprivileged people or certain minorities in a society they've always had to accept and just deal with. A good example is in America, black people uh, after the Civil War and up until the Civil Rights era, they were basically, you know, second class citizens in America and they just had to deal with it. The system was not set up for them to thrive and to prosper for a long time. They couldn't do anything about it because they didn't have any power. So they dealt with it. But what happens when that minority group of people who knows they're getting screwed over, when that group is the majority of people? 
I remember a while back I had a, a conversation with a friend and we were talking about climate change. This was a long time ago. And he started to tell me that, you know, Dan, climate change isn't real. And I got animated. I said, of course it's real. Of course it's real. You know, climate change is real. And he asked me point blank. He said, Dan, are you a scientist? And I said, no, I'm not a scientist. And he asked me, he said, what articles or books that you have personally read that showed you that climate change was real? I didn't have an answer for him. Because at that time, I had not read any article or any book. I couldn't even cite to a specific scientist that persuaded me that climate change was real. So how did I get to that conclusion? I got to that conclusion because I heard it in the news. The news told me that climate change was real. And at this time in my life, I had trust and faith in the news. My government was uh, telling me that climate change was real for years. And at this time, I had trust and faith in my government. To question whether or not climate change is actually real. This past week, the United States Department of Energy, they released a statement in which they said that more likely than not, the coronavirus did emerge from the Wuhan lab leak in China. Now, this was big news because for the past few years, the government and the main media, they've been telling us that there is no way that the coronavirus could have emerged from a lab. They say that it just popped up in Mother Nature. And anybody that tried to question that narrative, anyone that tried to question that conclusion, they were deemed a crazy person. They were deemed a conspiracy theorist. And now they're saying, well, actually, it seemed like it did emerge from the Wuhan lab leak. I believe the director of the FBI, he also came out with that same conclusion. And something funny they added to it, they said that, well, new evidence reveals, new intelligence reveals, as if they were not aware of this a few years ago. So basically, they lied to us. They've been lying to us for the past few years. And this particular lie, it got me to thinking about all the other lies that uh, the government and their stooges in the media that they have, you know, lied to us about. So they lied to us about the lab leak. They lied to us about Russiagate. President Trump was not, is not a puppet of uh, President Putin of Russia. That was a lie. They lied to us about the Hunter Biden laptop. That was a lie. 
They lied to us about the war in Iraq. Saddam Hussein did not have weapons of mass destruction. When our country proceeded to invade Iraq, it led to the deaths of a lot of people. Years ago, Edward Snowden revealed that the government under the agency, the NSA, they've been spying on American citizens for a long time in violation of the Constitution, as if they cared about the uh, Constitution. These are a lot of lies. <laughs> These are some big lies. It makes you wonder. Who, who killed President Kennedy? Oh, damn, that's a leap. Come on now. We know that it was one guy, Oswald, he did that. And the, and the government and, they, and the CIA, they didn't have anything to do with that. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. If the government and if the people in the media can lie about all these other things, and these are some big lies, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hold anything from them. I think these people, I think these people are capable of anything. Basically, for me, and I think a lot of other Americans as well, our government and the systems and the institutions, they've lost the benefit of the doubt. They forced Americans to become so cynical that every time the government and the mainstream media says, well, this is how it is. Yeah, no, no, thank you. I don't buy that. I don't believe you. Okay, so let me play devil's advocate to myself. Well, damn, sometimes the government has to lie to the people. Sometimes they lie to the people because the people can't handle the truth. It's like in uh, Men in Black when uh, Will Smith was uh, talking to his mentor and his mentor explained to him that, you know, there are aliens that uh, are on the planet. And Will Smith said, well, why not tell people? You know, people can handle it. And... His mentor said something like, well, you know, a person is, is smart, but people are are stupid. So, uh, something like that, where the people, people just couldn't handle it. Even if I accept that argument, which is not a good argument, that the government has to lie to the people to protect the people. That, that's not a good argument. But even if I accept that argument, in addition to the lies... It seems like, it appears like the government and the systems and the institutions that run this country, they don't seem to care that much about the majority of people anymore. What do I mean by that? Well, you know what happened recently with the train that was carrying uh, the chemicals in Ohio, East Palestine, Ohio. It has caused significant damage to that area. Uh, thousands of animals have died. The air is polluted. 
People can't even drink water. I mean, families, thousands of families, hundreds of thousands of families have been affected. And where's the help? If you contrast that with the money that our country has sent uh, to the country of Ukraine, I think at this point is well over $200 billion. It, it seems like whenever the government wants to, whenever these systems want to, they can just pull money out of their ass just with no consequence, with no, you know, no hesitation, no due process as to, well, is this something we can vote on? Just none of that. It seems like these institutions and systems, they care more about playing power politics with Russia or China or Iran than the home front in America. I mean, look at our country, guys. Look at our roads, our bridges, our rail systems. It's rotten. It's breaking down. In terms of education, we have fallen behind the rest of the world, including China. Look at the obesity rate. I believe America is the fattest country in the world. Probably the fattest country in the history of mankind. And obesity, obesity leads to all kind of health issues. I think more than half of Americans now are living paycheck to paycheck. If you look at the families, uh, the, the family structure in America, less people are deciding to get married less people are deciding to stay married. There are more sad and depressed people probably at any time in America. I can keep going, but you get, you get my point. We have some serious, deep, structural issues in America that are now affecting the vast majority of Americans, not just a small minority group. And instead of the systems and the institutions focusing on the home front to make sure the home front is good and thriving and prosperous, it's instead playing power politics, which you know, I'm not necessarily against that. It's just that if the home front is rotten, if the home front is breaking down, is falling in upon itself, you can't, you don't have the luxury to try to project power outwardly. If inwardly you're weak, if you are structurally weak, if the people are desperate for some help, or at least for the government to pretend like they care. And that's not really happening.
So what are the consequences of the majority of people that live in a society if they come to feel like the society, the systems that govern the society, the people just lose trust and faith in that system, in those institutions. If you guys remember a couple years ago, doing the whole George Floyd thing, you know, here's a guy, he was, uh, he was killed by a police officer and that led to mass demonstrations throughout the country. Maybe this was just me, but didn't it feel like the anger that people expressed and the frustration and the energy, didn't it felt like it went deeper than just that particular issue? It felt like there was a simmering overwhelming frustration and anger that this system requires fundamental changes. It was like a powder keg. And it lasted briefly and it sort of died down and people sort of went back to their business. But if you're paying attention to this stuff. If you are a member of the government or the ruling elite or, or a powerful person in America, and you have the power to actually do something about what we're talking about, if you can't feel the simmering realization that the vast majority of Americans no longer have trust and faith in these institutions. And the consequence of that and what that can lead to, I encourage you to read a history book because that can lead to some really, really powerful consequences. Thank mm -hmm. you.